Hey, 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 welcome to the Pastor Duke Podcast. Glad you tuned me in. Hope to be a blessing to you. Today's podcast, farewell 2021, hello 22. I am not a prophet, nor am I the son of a prophet, but I'm a student of the prophecies. We're going to do some reflections. We're going to do some projections. At the end of 2020, most were thinking, wowzer, what hit us? Now at the end of 2021, remember the two-week shutdown? <laughs> oh, yeah. Satan is alive and well, the prince in power of the air. He has an agenda and he's doing his thing, but we are not ignorant of his devices. We've cheated and read the Bible. I've read the Bible 153 times once a month now by the grace of God. We know a whole lot more of what was exactly happening, what really hit us in 2020 than we did at that time. Satan has been tightening his grip globally. This is way bigger than American politics. The World Economic Summit is preparing to unleash their great economic reset. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> Governments around the globe are locking down their populace to save them from the virus that has a kill rate of one in a thousand, especially when it is treated properly. Cures for the virus are being ridiculed and outlawed. Everything is pressing into a forced global vaccination, which has proved to this point to be ineffective. Therefore, boosters two, boosters three and four are being uh, unleashed. The word fully vaccinated opens the doors for complete governmental control in the future. They just up it and uh, make you comply to keep your vax pass uh, fully <laughs> activated. Oh my goodness, it's an amazing plan. Government will be gaining control over medicine, transportation, through the Vax Pass plan. It's not all together here. It's, it's in New York City. It's in a lot of nations, and I think it's coming to the country. I hope not, but we'll see. The satanic agenda of totalitarian control of the population we see in Revelation 13 is creeping up on us. Matter of fact, I'd say it's running up on us at warp speed. It's easy to see now how it will be unfolded and interesting to see perhaps how it will be enforced. As a follower of Jesus, none of this surprises me. As a 50-year student of Bible prophecy, all of this is expected. I'm clearly seeing into the back rooms of the Capitol, state houses, Oval Offices, Kremlin, UN, Beijing, European Union, World Health Organization, CDC, FBI, CIA, blind puppets of the evil one are strategizing towards their utopia new world order. There ain't nothing new under the sun. It's just the time when it's all coming together. Their vax mandates, lockdowns, overspending sprees will continue to beat down global commerce. 
It's all conditioning the populace to be compliant little sheep as they continue their agenda to save the planet from the people. A new phrase has emerged from the self-appointed elite controlling group in reference to we the people. They now call us, quote, useless eaters, unquote. Each of us destroying a piece of our planet with our CO2 emissions. How dare we? There's only one way to fix that. Depopulation. Eliminate billions of people. Have you read Agenda 21? Have you read Agenda 2030 in their own writing? This isn't a conspiracy theory. These are the facts. The global cashless society and digital money is about here. Personal freedoms are drying up. The First Amendment dead on the mainstream American media, dead on all social media networks. Australia is militarily locked down even as I speak. Huge demonstrations across the globe fighting back against government overreach are drawing millions of people. I think that's a good thing. Yet none of this hits any of the mainstream media at all. It's like it's not even happening. Six men determine every morning at 4 a.m. what you will hear or not hear as the news. You got to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove, and get some alternate sources of news to have a clue what's going on. I know a lot of people just let it be and just love Jesus and just wait for his return, and I guess that's okay, but uh, I always like to know what's happening. Well, five years ago, we all knew from biblical prophecy, clear as the nose on our face, that a brute totalitarian system would be unleashed upon the earth in the last days before our Lord's return. We all knew it was coming, but none of us had a clue on how it would unfold. I think we know now. We could see the prophetic stage being set as the nations aligned. Number one, of course, Israel, reborn 1948. Jerusalem retaken, 1967. Number three, the old Roman Empire nations reunited into the European community as prophesied by Daniel, chapter 2, chapter 7, chapter 9. Out of this Western alliance would arise the infamous Antichrist. We saw Russia uh, coming together with her allies, joining forces with Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, and last of all, Germany, all in line with Ezekiel chapter 38, written 2,500 years ago. We're watching it happen, and even as we speak in real time. Oh, I'm so glad God chose in advance to pre-write the world's history and told us about it so we could watch the hand of reality fit into the glove of prophecy. China becomes a dominant empire. We see sending her army of 200 million to Armageddon in opposition to the Antichrist regime. They now can do that. But what has most amazed me is all the technology necessary for a ruler to have absolute knowledge and control of the populace. In my first reading of Revelation chapter 13 in 1972, it all sounded like a Star Trek adventure, but not so today. The technology is all finally here, especially for all who have cell phones and have used any of the social media platforms. They have everything on us. Uh, they know how many chickens I just put in my pot because I've been pretty open on Facebook. It's all there. The record stands. 
kind of like God has a record of everything. And that was hard for us to comprehend. But now <laughs> it's almost like Satan has a, a copy of everything we're doing as well. Anything electronic, anything economic, he's following it all closely. It's all in the cloud. It was subtly setting up years ago in veiled language, so cleverly dressed up. My mind goes back to 2001, September 11th, and soon following the Patriot Act, brought in by a globalist Republican President George Bush the Younger, allowing the government to surveil potential terrorists both home and abroad. Uh, that's a good thing. But the intelligence agencies were given free pass and open door to build their database. Not many years passed, and we learn new words like the cloud. They've been busy about their business, the hidden and dark part of the Internet. Right to privacy was so cleverly and quietly taken away in the Patriot Act, and on its face when it was unfolded, I was for it. I guess I was a little bit blinded to how uh, Satan so easily could take something that certainly has a good. We don't want a terrorist to have uh, ability to just take us out at will. We want to fight that. That's a good thing. But in the hands of evil people, it can be used against the populace. I think we ain't seen nothing on that front yet, but it, I assure you, that is how uh, Satan's Antichrist will surveil and control the world populace. It's already here in China. They already have this system in place. We knew from Scripture a cashless society would rule the day. The mark of the beast would be required to buy or sell. In the King James Version of the Bible, it says the mark will be in the right hand or in the forehead. Other versions say on. We'll have to wait and see for that. For years, it was thought to be a tattoo, the, the mark of the beast, but now most believe it will be some sort of a chip. And all that technology is here now. We now have the scanners to read the chips. We have 5G in place to transmit unthinkable amounts of information to the huge data centers and is all now a working reality. We have space links above Big Brother's eye is in the sky. Oh, my. <laughs> Many on the front lines in the vaccine world are saying that starting with the present COVID vaccines and newly developing vaccines, Bill Gates and team have been talking a lot about recently how they're going to save humanity through their vaccine plans. Many are saying they are built into these vaccines a communique, making people into a walking antenna to send information into the system. Of course, it's all for our good, for our own health benefits, and also to receive data from the system. Let that sink in. This would give outside medical life and death power to the government, and no one would even know. They could hit the switch and any non-compliant citizen. Uh, it's lights out, Charlie. This is not a futuristic novel fantasy. This is our present world. Now we are told by those in the inner circle at the UN, the World Health Organization, CDC, that all of this is for our good, 
for the good of the populace. We're here to help you. Uh, I don't trust them. And of course, these are the same people leading the UN depopulation movement where the good of the planet supersedes the good of the populist. Don't forget, they see us as useless eaters. Then I pick up my Bible and I see from Revelation 6 through 19, and this is just after the rapture of the church, what we call a seven-year tribulation period when you count the statistics, three-quarters of the global population dies, many of pestilence and famine. You got to wonder if the two may perhaps be connected. Is this just a giant dink, or is this the battle between God and Satan, good and evil, manifesting itself in these final days, right before our eyes. Have you listened to Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, who is the president of the World Economic Forum? They are telling us the plan. It's no longer conspiracy theories against them. That excuse is long past. It's their straight-up declaration now. And the COVID entire agenda is the enforcement tool they were looking for. The mainstream media is in bed and covers their tracks. They twist everything as prophecy promised they would. Everything evil is now called good, and everything good is now called evil. They view these financial elite insiders as the planet's heroes, the savior of the planet. I see them as the exact opposite. I see them as the devil's villains. It was our Lord through his word that warned us to watch for them. And in my view, they are here. I said in my first podcast 15 months ago that there would be never-ending pressure to vax the entire globe. I was only quoting Bill Gates. I was told that would never happen in America, a forced vaccine that violates the Nuremberg Code, the Hippocratic Oath, 250 years of American medical procedure. But it does fit with Revelation 13. This present U.S. administration is 100% on board with the globalist agenda. That's why they hated Trump so bad. He's a nationalist. He's a burr in their globalist saddle. They hate him. He set their plans back. They cannot have his influence to accomplish their goals. I believe we are witnessing the conditioning of the populace to fall into line to be good global citizens. Those who won't comply will be the evil ones, and they are planned to be eliminated. <laughs> and I am just mentioned perhaps one way they could so easily eliminate their opposers. You know, martyrdom has always been a part of the church of Jesus. And that talk is front and center in a lot of small group Bible studies across the country as we see Satan tightening his grip. We see what's happening in Canada with the churches being really censored and controlled. You know, in, in my view, insanity rules the COVID world. 
opposition to cures? When did we ever hear anything like that in modern medicine? Opposing the cures. Our medical people who were deemed heroes only a year ago as they faced the virus every day, risking their lives to save others. Most of them got COVID, as did I, and could not get the treatment many of them wanted. Thankfully, we now have the antibody and are three times more protected than anyone who has the vax, according to the Cleveland Clinic, who stepped outside of the mandated agenda plan for them. But now, many of the heroes are now being called domestic terrorists for their refusal to take the untested vaccines. Many of us do not trust Fauci. We do not trust the CDC or the WHO, and we have many reasons why we do not. Doctors who wish to practice outside the official government agenda are fired. When in history were millions of medical personnel being fired in the midst of a proclaimed pandemic? The world ain't seen nothing ever like this before. I know that's bad English, but, you know, I grew up in Ohio and have some friends from the South. That's the way we, that's the way we roll. <laughs> Excuse me. Getting back to the text. Why has global death counts remained pretty much the same as 2018, 2019? There's no huge surge of death. They're just labeled COVID deaths when in reality, many of the CDC confessed that 94% of the deaths called COVID were not necessarily from COVID, but uh, people who died of other things who, who perhaps had COVID. Fears have been fanned 24-7 on every mainstream media venue. Fear has been a long, great tool in the hand of Satan. Huge numbers of vaccine side effects and deaths are being hidden from the populace. Those who work hard on alternative news sites to get the facts out to the people are called conspiracy theorists. And unfortunately, all the evidence screams collusion with the government, big pharma, mainstream media, U.S. intelligence agencies, the voices of opposition are shut down. Censorship is now mainstream. It's never been about COVID in my view. It has always been about control. Satan is tightening his grip. You know, one of the saddest of all COVID realities, I mean, there's a lot of them, people dying alone in rest homes and grandparents sitting alone, afraid their grandchildren would contaminate them. And oh my goodness, the sad realities are, are just everywhere. But it's to me, one of the saddest is people have been so cleverly manipulated to passionately be divided and hate everything that doesn't fit with how they think. You know, divided over COVID's origin. It's not the Chinese wet market we were first told, but the Wuhan lab funded by Fauci and our U.S. tax dollars. Division over masks, no masks needed, masks are needed, mask up. Two masks are better than one, Fauci most recently said on that issue, as far as I know. Divided over social distancing, is six foot enough? Is it too much? We're in history where the well 
put into quarantine. Divided over effectiveness of the testing. I don't think I trust the tests. And now divided fiercely over the jabs. And now they're coming after our kids. That's creating a lot of division. I heard just a couple of days ago that 91% of parents do not want their children jabbed. But uh, we'll see how it all unfolds. One of Jesus's great prophecies of world conditions at the time of his return was the love of many will wax cold. Wow, think about that. America has never seen such division, such hatred among its populace at every level, not just political, but medical, socially divided, politically divided, marriages divided, siblings divided, uh, over the jab, over the COVID uh, realities. That, my friend, is Satan's greatest tool to destroy a culture, to divide. Fan the flames of division, which creates distance between people and hatred for people. The Apostle Paul prophesied in 2 Timothy chapter 3, In the time of the end, men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, uh, without natural affection. Let me stop there for a moment. Parents dying alone in rest homes, that's not natural affection. 63 million dead babies in America on purpose via abortion, that's not natural historic affection. That's not natural. Goes on to say, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. We who stand for life are called deplorables, unredeemables by Hillary Clinton, who came just a few votes from the U.S. presidency. Those who stand for the Judean Christian morality, which has served people well for some 4,000 years, are now the not to be tolerated homophobes, xenophobes were despised. Jesus said they're going to hate you because they hated me first. And I wear that kind of hatred as a badge of honor. I don't want people to hate me because I'm a jerk or because I'm, I'm unkind or I'm mean or I'm arrogant. But simply standing on Judeo-Christian morality, one man with one woman for life is God's plan to raise up children. I'm not ashamed of that. Let them call me what they will. I have a love for homosexual people. I've led many of them to Christ. We have them in our church. They repented from their homosexual sin as I repented from my heterosexual sin. I gave my life to Christ. They gave their life to Christ. They don't hate me. They love me. They love their children and grandchildren and the wonderful life they have living the historic Judeo uh, morality. You know, if God were to give a movie title to America today, I think the movie title would be called Sodom 2. It's all here. I know all of this is bad. I hate being Dookie Downer, but the flip side of all of this is, (laughs) this is so good. Jesus is coming soon. Isn't that sweet? Well, they've been saying that for, yeah, but the things weren't lined up like they are. The nations weren't aligned as they are today. The technology wasn't here but it's here today. And all that, (laughs) and Jesus coming back, all those promises, that is very good. But until then, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse deceiving, being deceived. 2 Timothy 3.17. Here's how I see things unfolding as we switch gears here for a moment. 
for this coming year, 2022. And I'm not a prophet. And these are just some thoughts, some conjectures, some projections, some extrapolations. How's that word for an old hippie? Extrapolating on what I see now and reflecting upon what I know from the scriptures and what I know men have done throughout history, both uh, put, putting evil things upon each other, the dark side of the human nature, but also the the good side, the spark of God in the hearts of good people trying to do right things. I know that God could step up in a moment and expose the darkness, turn on the lights, and in an instant, he could drain any swamp, uncover any fraud, all the lies, all the scandals, all the cover-ups. I do not for one second doubt God's ability to crush political evils and right horrific wrongs. I know assuredly that he will do exactly that. I just don't know when. But I do not see it happening this side of Christ coming for its church. We call that the rapture when Jesus comes for us. I see that happening afterwards. And if I'm wrong, I'm glad. But that's how I see it unfolding. My hope is not in good people uncovering the scandalous work of the devil and seeing evil heads roll in the near future. Uh, Yes, I'd like to see uh, the likes of Fauci stand before a military tribunal and give account for exactly what came down. I'd love to see all pedophiles and human traffickers busted and jailed. I'll work to stand clean and strong against sin and evil. I'll pray against it. God is absolutely sovereign, and he will do his perfect thing in his perfect time as he said he would, and ain't nobody getting away with nothing in the end. Bad English, but good theology there. But until the big divine intervention, here's how I see things looking for 2022. Satan will not let up. The news war will continue to heat up. Censorship will increase. I see a complete shutdown of the internet looming as many demonic social controllers are being exposed. I see no let up on anything COVID. I see society getting sick of government overreach. I see fear being less of an issue in 22 than it has been up till now. I see the press for forced vaccinations backfiring on the Biden administration. I see a real shakeup at the top of the Democratic Party as Biden's cognitive abilities continue to decline. I see Kamala Harris as a real headache for the Democratic machine. She is a heart, a Biden heartbeat away from the presidency. I don't think America would gladly receive her. Very interesting to see how that's going to unfold. I see the uh, intensity mounting between patriots and globalists. And when I mean patriots, I don't just mean patriots in America. I mean patriots in Sweden, patriots in Hungary, patriots in every nation who just love their country. God established the countries and those who love our countries, it's not evil. I'm a member of the kingdom of God first and then I'm American second. I understand the balance there, but uh, the Jews love their country and God gave them their country. So I don't apologize for loving America and being heartbroken as I see America going down the tubes. But I see the intensity mounting. I see pushback continuing to be strengthened, especially as the vaccines are being forced upon our kids. 91% of parents have stated that that ain't going to happen for them. 
although weak people will be pushed into things that they don't want to do. I see many people awakening and pushing back against the corruption and perverted American public school agenda. COVID stay home. A lot of parents uh, saw um, what their children are being taught and did not like it. I see supply line issues going to strike home hard and it's going to create more hatred for the woke government uh, that uh, people are beginning to understand and that which government's trying to silence them, government's trying to hide things from them. Uh, I see a lot of pushback coming on that. I think that's a good thing. I see the deep state willing to do anything to hold on to power. I see huge staged events coming as smoke screens from other realities to try to hide what they're really doing. I base all this on my knowledge of Satan and his revealed agenda from the prophecies. I base it on my uh, knowledge of the human spirit throughout history as good people rise up against evil. And best of all, when God has seen enough, the time will come when he has heard his name taken in vain. One time too many, Christ will return to take his bride to the Father's house. The Holy Spirit will at that time be taken out of the Antichrist way. The devil will have full sway. It will be like the dam breaking and the entirety of Satan's agenda will lock in at warp speed and the things we read about in Revelation 6 through 19 will be the human experience and it will be ugly. But as I summarize it all, I'm thinking, hey, what a great day to live. You know, my belly's full. I live in a nice house. I drive a car. Yeah, the supply lines are tightening up. Yeah, it's I'm a I'm deplorable. I, I'm a xenophobe. All all those things they label me. But you know what? I love Jesus. He's on the throne in heaven, and praise God, He's on the throne of my heart, and I trust He's on the throne of your heart. He's with us. He's big. He's good. He loves us. And uh, if you haven't checked it out recently, uh, I exhort you to read the last page. We win this thing. He's coming. Man, what a day to live. Oh, even so, come, Lord Jesus. So, hey, thanks for tuning me in again. And uh, happy new year to everybody. And, uh, this may be the year that Jesus comes. I am so ready. I think you are too. So please help me uh, by sharing uh, podcasts with others and uh, signing up and all that stuff. Helps me. Over 110,000 listens right now. And uh, love it every minute. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye for now.